The proposed $54 billion Cigna Anthem merger would be the largest healthcare merger in United States history, and the federal government's lawsuit to block the merger on antitrust grounds is on trial right now. But testimony at the trial is raising questions about whether Cigna CEO David Cordani thinks the merger is a good idea. And Anthem CEO Joseph Swedish has testified that Anthem kept its efforts to plan the integration of the two companies secret from Cigna. We'll be discussing whether the companies themselves are undermining their chance of merging with Jennifer Ree, a senior litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. Jennifer, um, there's a lot that's really interesting in the testimony of these two CEOs. Let's start with the doubts expressed by uh, David Cordani of Cigna. He's publicly defended the merger, mm -hmm. but now he's under oath in court and he seems to be saying something different. What, what's he saying in court now? Well, I, what he's saying is that um, in terms of some of the, the pre-closing integration planning that the companies were undergoing, which is typical, you know, as companies are going through a merger review to start thinking about the integration that they'll be doing after they close, that there were problems between the companies and that they were in particular, um, what I read was that he felt that some of the plans that Anthem had instituted or were thinking about would har harm Cigna and would benefit the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association more so than Cigna. Jen, what is the judge looking for? What kind of search is she doing for what kind of facts? Uh, well, first of all, you know, what the DOJ has done is they, they've had to allege several different kinds of markets where there might where this deal could substantially lessen competition. So the first thing really that she has to do is understand what those markets are and listen to what the economists have to say about, you know, whether those are appropriate markets or not. And that's a big issue in this trial, because they've alleged the DOJ has alleged harm to a national market for you know large national insurers and Anthem and Cigna have refuted that that's an appropriate market to think about uh, in which there could be harm so that's one of the first things but you know uh, going back to what Michael had just asked one of the other very big things are the efficiencies claims of these companies because that is a defense to a merger that can be a defense I should say to a merger that may have some anti-competitive effects in the market if that could be outweighed according to the guidelines that the DOJ uses by efficiencies, then perhaps the merger could be allowed to clear. And this is something that the companies are relying on here, that they believe it's very efficient and could lead to lower costs for consumers. Um, and, and, and this testimony by Cigna's CEO undermines that defense. Well, and it sort of undermines the idea that the merger would bring a lot of benefits to customers who might otherwise choose Cigna, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it undermines, I think, in a couple different ways. First of all, if they're just not getting along about the way they're going to integrate, it suggests that they, they won't even achieve the efficiencies or, or might have difficulty achieving the efficiencies they allege uh, that will come from this from this combination. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, this is a big issue that the DOJ has said, th this is going to keep Cigna from competing as Cigna competes today. Um, and, and this supports that in a way. So as the trial has progressed, uh, is the DOJ making a good case? You know, I haven't been attending the trial, but from what I've been reading and the papers I've read that have been filed, it, you know, it seems like they're making a good case. Um, and, and their economists are supporting what they're alleging about the markets and harm to the markets. Um, it, so far, it seems like the judge is bit, a bit skeptical of the defendants of the insurance companies here and seems to be supporting the DOJ's national market definition, which I think is a big deal here because in past insurance cases, this hasn't been a market definition that uh, the DOJ has relied on to get settlements and mergers. Well, another unusual thing that seems to have happened in the case is that the Anthem CEO testified that they kept their planning process secret from 
the company Cigna that they were merging with. What's that all about? Yeah, you know, it's it's very strange. Now, now, pre-closing integration planning is a weird thing because, you know, before companies close, but after they've signed a merger agreement, they technically still have to behave in the market as competitors. So this whole integration planning thing is always something that the antitrust lawyers are watching very carefully because there is something that's called gun jumping that companies can be fined for and can also delay a merger's closing that if they integrate a little too much, they get a little too close in what they're doing can actually be an antitrust violation in and of itself. So, you know, it seems like... Cigna's lawyers were probably saying, hey, you know, it looks like we're facing this challenge and and maybe you should slow down on what you're doing with integration. And it seems like Anthem kind of took off and did their own thing and kept it secret from Cigna. And, you know, it, it's definitely strange, although some integration planning can take place in secret, but it still just doesn't bode well for these companies being able to achieve these efficiencies. Does it seem as if they're learning more as the trial goes on and perhaps wanting this merger less even? Well, you know, that's a good, an interesting question, because I think there's been speculation for quite a long time that Cigna's not that interested anymore in this deal, that there was trouble at the beginning, even getting into a purchase agreement, into an agreement, a lot of controversy about that. It took them a long time to come to an agreement. Um, Some think it was just in reaction to Aetna and Humana, you know, deciding to merge. So it was kind of a race to, to get into a merger yourself. And Cigna, will get, if, if the deal is blocked for because of regulators, because of antitrust, Cigna would get $1.85 billion, a fee from Anthem. But Cigna has to continue to defend and support this deal all the way through to their end date, which is, I think, in the first quarter or second quarter of 2017, in order to get that fee. So do you think that maybe there's some I mean, I'm speculating a bit here, but do you think that there's some motivation on the part of the Cigna executives, you know, including their CEO, perhaps not to be as enthusiastic here as they might otherwise be? I, I, it could be. It could be now. The thing is, they, they have to. They have a fine line they have to tread because, according to their purchase agreement, they will not be able to collect that uh, reverse termination fee. That's what it's called when the buyer pays the seller. Um, they won't be able to collect that fee if the failure to get regulatory pr- approval is due to a willful breach by Cigna. So, you know, they don't want to put themselves into a position where that kind of an allegation could be made. And at the very least, Anthem could later, let's say this all falls apart. And they say, you know, you owe us this termination fee, that Anthem could then try to fight that and have some grounds to fight that. Why is the judge bifurcating or making the trial into two separate mini trials? I believe the judge probably did that because the DOJ sort of alleged two different kinds of buckets of harm here. And, and they're quite different. So one bucket of harm is in this national market where, where the DOJ envisions some large company with employees spread across the country wanting to contract, negotiate and contract with just one entity to serve all their employees across the country, uh, particularly for self-insured employers like Bloomberg. Um, that in, one, in that market, there will be harm. But the DOJ is also alleged separately in the more traditional insurance markets that in local metropolitan areas, I think 35, they claim where these two companies compete head to head to, you know, insure large group employers in those local regions, that that's a different bucket of harm. And so the kind of economic analysis and, and data that the judge has to evaluate will be different, depending on whether it's this national market for, you know, self-insured employers, or whether it's just your typical, you know, regional um, commercial large group employers. So, Jennifer, you have had some doubts about whether this merger was going to be approved for some time. 
we're partway through the trial now. We've got had some pretty interesting testimony. What do you think is going to happen as we move towards the judge's decision? Yeah, I don't think it looks good for the insurers. I think that the argument they're making is not usually a winning argument that efficiencies will win out the day where there are otherwise are anti-competitive effects. This this is something that needs to be evaluated in mergers, and it is meant to be sort of a mitigating factor, but it just doesn't generally win the day where there will be some lessening of harm. And you're talking about healthcare markets, you're talking about people's health and their costs for doctors, which is a very sensitive area right now. And and one of the ways that the companies claim that they'll be able to lower consumers' costs looks like it's because they'll have better clout as a combined company to be able to reduce the reimbursement rates they're paying to providers like doctors, hospitals. You know, that is not really a great argument to make where the issue is when you start squeezing these doctors and dictating terms, it could reduce Reduce the quality of healthcare. Thank you very much to Jennifer Ries, uh, senior litigation analyst for uh, Bloomberg Intelligence, talking about the Anthem Signa merger and the unusual testimony of the CEOs at that trial, which raised some questions about whether this merger's got any chance of going through at all.